Welcome to Airbnb with D. This is your host, Devana, and today's episode is all about five things that are holding you back. Yes, these five things are a guarantee if you are someone that is feeling stagnant, whether it is in your personal life or your business life, I can assure you that these five things tie into it somehow. So stay tuned as I dive right in. So let's dive into the first thing that is definitely holding you back. And it is the fact that you don't have a business plan. No, I'm just kidding, guys. (laughs) I'm kidding. We definitely know we need a business plan for our business ventures. But what is more important than a business plan is a legacy plan. Um, A legacy plan is important because it allows you to leave or even understand the lasting impact that you want to create and leave even when you're not here. The reason why that's important is because so many of us hyper fixate on a business, on a profit, on a strategy that we don't even consider, does this align with who we are or even what we want to do in the next five to 10 years? Legacy planning is so important because it enables you to live a purpose-driven life. And the reason why purpose-driven lives are so important for us is because it shapes the ventures that we get into. I'll give you a practical example. Um, Someone that I am in mentorship with now, we're talking, and of course, they want to start their Airbnb. So of course, you know, I'm Airbnb with D. I never discourage anyone from launching an Airbnb. But what I will do, if you are working with me directly, is we'll evaluate the pros and cons. And we'll evaluate what your current life set of circumstances are now. We'll also evaluate what your current skills are. And if for any reason, what you're trying to launch is beneath you, I will let you know. So I have someone I'm working with and they just wanted to launch an Airbnb. But this woman is an amazing emergency nurse. She has her credentials. And I don't know if you guys are, you know, into the research when it comes to um, statistics, when it comes to, you know, how much people are spending on certain things. But the med spa industry is something that is booming right now. Booming, booming, booming. You're talking about Botox, injections, waxing. Um, Some nurses are even going to become permanent makeup artists. And there is still a way that you can do a short-term rental idea with that, even if it means rather than getting your own Airbnb, you're getting office suites and renting those out to other professionals and now collecting payment from them every month. And sometimes, depending on where you're located, that can be more profitable than a standard traditional Airbnb. It also can allow you to scale a lot quicker as well, because the sooner you're able to get your suites filled in with whatever you want to do, you're able to do that and move on from there, right? The reason why legacy planning is important is because if you've dedicated your whole life to going to school, making your money a certain way, your family is invested in it, you've graduated, all of these things, right? Let's not push that to the side to make the next dollar. When we all hear, and we've heard this for years, the average millionaire has seven streams of income. Those streams are synonymous, they're congruent. They're not 
you know, owning a barber shop and selling plates out of there and doing taxes in the back, right? Those, all of those things can make you money. We all know that. <laughs> but to do those all as one person, I can only imagine how bipolar someone would feel because we're humans. We're not octopus. We're not machines. We're not robots. We're not aliens. We're humans. And I can only imagine how double-minded that makes us. One of my favorite Bible verses is James 1, 8. It says, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And the reason why that is one of my favorite verses is because I have to remind myself of that. Being someone that's ambitious, being someone that's a go-getter, being someone that has even come from entrepreneurs. It can be easy, or even being someone that didn't come from entrepreneurs, but you know you want a different life. It can be easy to latch on to the first profitable thing that we see, but we truly have to consider, is this something that we see ourselves doing? Is this something we agree with? Is this something that's good for us? Is this something we can pass on to our children? Is this something our children will even want to do or can do? That's part of us being kind to our business, being kind to ourselves, and really launching things that matter for us, launching things of substance. So the first thing, of course, we know we need a business plan, but above all else, we truly need a legacy plan. That legacy plan is going to be the thing that helps to drive us more into opportunities of purpose. Miles Monroe once said, the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but a life without purpose. And a legacy plan helps you define and fulfill your purpose. And it ensures that your life has a meaningful impact on the world around you, as well as the world everywhere else. So that is why it's important for me. Don't forget guys, your career is what you're paid for. Your calling is what you're made for. So we need to figure out what is it that we're made for? Are the things that we're writing out on our business plans, our dream list, are those things actually beneath us now? Should we be going bigger? And of course, you know, I am a fan of sustainably launching anything that you do. So bigger does not always mean scarier. It doesn't mean riskier. It just means that you have to plan accordingly. Okay, so let's jump to number two, which is my favorite and one that I've even battled with myself, guys. It's my favorite because the, the moment we call this thing out, it'll never have the same power in your life over you as it had before. So are you ready for the second thing that's holding you back? You don't believe in your ideas. Everything on earth was an idea. Launching my first Airbnb was an idea. Airbnb with D was an idea. My second Airbnb was a strategy. It wasn't an idea at that point. You get, you get where I'm going, guys? Ideas are more powerful than death because ideas live beyond death. And we know that to be true. This is one of my favorite businessmen to reference, but of course, Walt Disney. I referenced that in some of my episodes because it's a practical story for us to all grasp onto. Most of us in this generation know about Walt Disney, Disney World, Disneyland, whatever, right? Well, Walt Disney initially wanted to open theme parks and did that in Anaheim, California. Disneyland was opened in 1955. However, Walt Disney wanted to have not only theme parks, 
but hotels, recreational areas, and all of that. So we're speaking about the short-term rental industry. It was just the theme park because you do have to launch things. Here's the thing we know. We know that ideas take life. And once you have an idea that you believe in, you do things to make that idea come become an action. So in Walt Disney's case, hotels, recreational parks, food stands, all of that was always in the works. But there had to be a start. So in this case, the start was Disneyland in 1955. But here's the thing, guys. Walt Disney passed away in 1966, which was five years before the opening of Walt Disney World in 1971. And by that time, Walt Disney World had the theme park, had the hotels and the recreational areas. It had everything that he initially wanted it to have because the idea was still there, even beyond his passing. So the thing is this, why don't you believe in your ideas? There are many reasons why. It could be because maybe you were told that your ideas weren't that good as a kid. I actually had that situation in my own life where I grew up being told that I would never be anything like anything at all. And now, of course, as an adult, there's no way you can be nothing. You can be you can be anything, but you can't just be nothing. So then you have to understand who is feeding these things to you. Or maybe that's not the case. Maybe you came up in a different household, but all of the things and plans were already laid out for you. You didn't really have that much independence. You did what you were told. And now at this stage in your life, you're having to figure things out for yourself. And maybe you were used to having things laid out. Maybe you're someone that didn't have any of those situations and you've gone through things and you failed. And somehow, some way, the enemy has convinced you that you're a failure. That's not true, by the way. You're not a failure, especially if you're listening to this. If you're listening to this, you're intelligent, you're an action taker, and you're someone that wants a change in your life. So that's the first lie I'm going to help get out of your head, if that is you. Whatever situation you're coming from, whatever the reason why you don't believe in your ideas, you have to understand now that it is so important to believe in your ideas. Ideas outlast the grave. If you don't have an idea, if you don't act on that idea, no one will ever know. Even you, you'll never know if you could have succeeded in that. So we'll do another episode a different day about reframing our mindset, reframing our belief systems. But first we have to do some identification here. We have to identify that if you are someone that has a problem or has issues believing in your idea, then that's something now that you know, we get to call it out. And so that voice that comes in your head when you're thinking about something or writing something out that tells you this won't work, or that thing that tells you to look out all of the bad in a situation before you analyze the good, we're putting that, we're putting it into that voice. We're making... So let's jump into reason number three that you can and will be held back. And it's just consistency. Consistency is the secret sauce for success. It's that guiding compass that propels us towards greatness. 
when we start any journey, consistency should be our goal. Of course, we want that journey to succeed, that venture to be profitable, but setting a clear plan of action and achieving each step as you set it is success, guys. And success takes time. In a world filled with distractions, those who remain consistent rise above the noise. We understand that success isn't a fleeting affair, but a result of persistent efforts. Consistency is our anchor, keeping us grounded when doubt tries to knock us off our feet. Consistency breeds improvement. By consistently taking action, we refine our skills, we deepen our knowledge, and we enhance our performance. But we can't forget that consistency also builds trust and credibility. It even helps you to begin to trust yourself. And when you begin to trust yourself, you become more confident in the moves that you're making. And when you're confident in the moves that you're making, that translates to vendors, um, people that you're looking to do business with, business partners, investors, that translates to them. When we consistently deliver on our promises, people come to rely on us. They know we'll be there, just like clockwork, ready to help or fulfill our obligations. So trust is built through consistency, and that even opens doors and paves ways for investors, co-hosts, and so forth. I don't want to just leave it there, because many of us that do battle with consistency, we ask ourselves, well, how do you become more consistent? What's something that we can do? Well, first things first, and if you have the Airbnb with D pre-launch planner, you already know how big setting clear goals are. We have pages dedicated to your goals, your SMART goals, and SMART goal breakdowns. And so guys, if you have not yet gotten that pre-launch planner, the link to do so will be in this episode's description because it's something you absolutely need to set in front of you to keep yourself accountable, to help maintain a positive mindset, and also track your progress. And for those of you that are not in the group or have not yet gotten the mentorship, allow the planner to serve as your on-demand accountability. Establishing daily routines. When we create a structured routine that aligns with our goals and we designate specific times for tasks and activities, guys, my clock, I hate my alarm. I hate the clock. It's a lot of things about me that entrepreneurship helped to um, bring to the light that I'm grateful for, but that's why I can easily profess to you that entrepreneurship is 90% about your mental health and how you are as a person, because now you're the boss. Everything is relying on you and your consistency. So if we don't establish daily routines, even you'll notice some people when they tell you they work out first thing in the morning, many successful businessmen will tell you that. And it's not just so that they look good guys. Is so that they get in a habit of dedicating their time and energy to a certain thing. If you do that every day with one thing, it becomes easier for you to dedicate your time amongst other things. Even if you have a skincare routine, we're not just going to say working out. Maybe you're someone you guys know. I sell Mary Kay. I love me some Mary Kay. Yes, I'm the Mary Kay lady. And I do have a morning routine. I do my moisturizer, my cleanser routine. That for me is a mental health exercise, but one thing I can commit to doing that is at a certain time. I could make sure, hey, before six o'clock every morning, this needs to be done. These are things that we can do to help keep ourselves accountable to a time and get in the habit 
of consistently doing things at other times. Track your progress. Keep a record of your actions and achievements. Guys, this is so important because if you're someone that's super critical on yourself, or maybe you're someone that um, is not critical enough, (laughs) keeping track will also show you what you have or have not been consistent with. Something else we can do to practice consistency is practice time blocking, just like we were talking about, allocating dedicated blocks of times for specific tasks or projects. But during these times, we have to make sure that these are our focus periods. You know, you can put your phone in focus mode. You're going to have to put yourself on focus mode. Eliminate the distractions and immerse yourself fully in the task at hand, whatever that is you set for yourself. One that's hard for us guys is embracing the power of habit. We have to identify key habits that align with our goals and consciously work to incorporate those into our daily routines. It's okay to start small with simple actions, even something as minor as a skincare routine. Even if it's a hair care routine, maybe you start to make your children breakfast a little earlier. Whatever it is that you decide to do, in your regular life, let's begin to make it a habit. Let's begin to set it according to a time. And as you build your consistency in those areas, it will undoubtedly go over to your business as well. An important thing to remember is as you are building your consistency endurance, (laughs) you have to maintain a positive mindset. You have to cultivate a positive and resilient mindset that anchors you during challenging times. And for many of you, you already know what I'm going to say. That's just getting closer to God, including God in your business plans, including God at the start of your day. The reason why that's so important is because Jeremiah 29 11 promised us that God has already set before, before us a beautiful life full of future hope and abundance. At this point, Jesus has done all that he can. We're not waiting on Jesus to come back and do anything else. Jesus was waiting on us to believe that we are who he says we are. God is waiting on us to believe that our lives are already recorded, already planned, and all we have to do is get up, pray, be good people, and have faith in the dreams that you have in your heart. And this goes even back to legacy planning versus business planning. I want you to look at someone like Elon Musk, right? Where his legacy plan is really for the advancement of humanity, technology based mainly, right? So that means that anything that Elon Musk touches, produces, whatever, is typically going to be synonymous with his legacy plan, which is the advancement of humanity. So Tesla, an electric car makes sense. SpaceX makes sense, right? These things make sense. You see that, right? Yes, these are profitable ventures that he are st- that he's starting, that he's spearheading. But they're also coming from a place of agreement with who he is. Who you are, you are going to feel it fundamentally when you wake up. That thing that bothers you, that doesn't seem to bother anyone else, that could just be your purpose picking at you, ready for you to start walking in it. So I want you again to make sure that everything that you're starting to make your family money, to advance your generation, to advance your legacy is something that 
is actually congruent with who you are. That's where you're going to find your success. That's where you're going to find the easiness to practice consistency because it's not something that's just built overnight. But when it is something that you begin to love, you notice it's a little easier. All right, you've made it this far. So let's finish up with the last two things that could definitely be holding you back. Number four, relying solely on your family's support. Please don't get me wrong. Family support is crucial, but you cannot build a thriving business by selling only to your cousins and your aunties, y'all. You have to cast a wider net. So breaking that down for you, that means conducting market research. You need to get out there and understand what your target audience is interested in. You can't just assume you know what they want. The thing about this is whether you are, whatever short-term rental space you're opening, it is with the goal that someone is renting it for whatever they need it for, right? Unless you're renting it to yourself, you need to know what people want. You need to be checking peer space and seeing the top booked spaces and what that decor looks like and find out how to incorporate that in your overnight stay so that you have more success on both platforms. You need to not only just say, well, I like the color blue, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to no. it has to be congruent, a theme, something that is in demand because you're not opening these businesses for your health. Hold focus groups, send out surveys, talk to your potential customers, and really get inside their heads. This isn't a guessing game. You can gather real data and insights. You know, we love AirDNA. You hear about that all the time. Mash Visor is another. All the Rooms is another. These are all great data analytic platforms that provide you real life information. So just like that is important for us, it's also important for you to know when you're opening the business, is that business in demand? Is the thing that you're incorporating in demand? These things are important. So no, we can't just get our cousins and our aunties in there because especially if you have supportive family, they're gonna love what you do anyway. Alternatively, if you have non-supportive family, they could potentially talk you out of a good idea. I'm sure I have listeners that have both of those situations and maybe even some of you have had those situations at the same time. Go beyond your family circle and reach out to those who align with your target market. Promote your business, connect with new customers through all types of channels. We got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. Promote your business and showcase the value that you bring to the table. Support comes from all angles. Don't just wait for it to come from a specific place, whether it's just your family or some magical endorsement from a celebrity or influencer. You need to cast a wider net and watch your business flourish. Be proactive, be visible, be consistent, and deliver excellence. The support will come, and it'll come from the most unexpected places too. Remember, success in business requires understanding your target audience, providing value, and casting a wide net. Don't just rely on your family support or even get discouraged from the lack thereof. 
business goes beyond that. So connect with your audience and you will get the support from the people that you are truly even trying to get support from in the first place. And we're going to wrap it up because this is a very important one. And it's a very serious topic because being an entrepreneur is 90% about your mental, your mindset. I've talked about that. But then there are some very real facts like funding and not having a plan to secure it. This is why so many businesses fail and why so many business owners get discouraged and fumble. Picture this. You're passionate about your business idea. You've done the market research. You're ready to conquer the world. You get an opportunity. And this has actually happened to a few people that I know. You get the opportunity. You get the call back. Hey, I would love to allow you to use my place as an Airbnb. It is $2,100 a month. There's a $2,100 deposit. But yeah, it's no problem. You can use my space. But you don't have the money. What's a yes without the money, guys? What's a yes to corporate leasing? What's a yes to Airbnb? What's a yes approved without the money to make the rest happen? Without proper funding, it's like trying to build a house with no bricks. You may have a blueprint, but you're never going to be able to put that out there because we don't have the resources to make it happen. It's a recipe for disaster. So here's the hard truth. Finances are a critical aspect of business. We might not have grown up discussing money matters in the household, but as adults, we can't afford to be in the dark about it. In business, you need to have a solid plan for funding your venture. I can speak for myself, and I know so many of you can relate to maybe not seeing your parents discuss financial matters with you. Maybe you caught wind of you guys' situation via your circumstance, but there was never a sit down, talk moment. Hey, money's tight. This is what I have to do. Or I'm working all hours of the night so that I can be able to afford this right now because was there ever a proper conversation? So many of you just had to figure things out. And some of us have transferred that over to our business, barely talking about things or really not wanting to discuss it with mentors or people because being embarrassed about it. Again, if you didn't see your family talking about this, it's possible you could be shameful of your situation while other households discussed it openly. So don't beat yourself up for being different. Only beat yourself up if you recognize your differences and the ways that those differences limit you and you still choose to do nothing about it. If you're not ready to talk to someone directly, don't forget, again, shameless plug, the pre-launch planner is the perfect resource for you to write things out and get crystal clear about how much money you even need to make your short-term rental successful. And that's something you can write out by yourself, but you do need to write these things out. Another thing that can help you get comfortable with it is creating a detailed business plan that outlines your financial needs. This plan serves as a roadmap for our businesses and helps us to identify the funding required to get off the ground and grow. You need to be crystal clear about how much money you need, where it will be allocated, what you have now, 
and how you plan to repay any loans or investors. Now, when it comes to funding, you have a variety of choices, but I'll just give you the most basic example. If you are someone that is starting off um, a brand new business and you have no credit, low credit, whatever, then you guys know the quickest way to do that would be to build up your um, EIN, LLC, get the DUNS number, and immediately get to work with trying to get that Paydex score going through your traditional tier one vendors, then your tier two, and working your way up. And really within about a year, it's less than a year, but I'm just being fair. Within a year, you'll definitely be able to obtain well over $300,000 in funding under that one business. And some of us don't even, have never even made that at a nine to five before, right? All it takes is less than a year. If you are someone with a new business and great credit, then yes, you can personally guarantee most things. That business is still separate from yourself. So even those banks that are offering no documentation loans, meaning that you don't have to provide a proof of income, you just have to provide um, yourself a soft pull to your credit. Guys, this is your time to shine. Build your funding up that way because you don't know what space you'll be in next year, what the case will be. Guys, we've seen years and life change in the blink of an eye for us. So if you are someone, don't let someone tell you, oh, no, you shouldn't PG. No, I am not going out and telling you to personally guarantee anything when it comes to business. But I am someone that's saying, if you need funding for your business and you have a detailed business plan and all you're missing is funding, then it is okay to utilize your resources so that you can get what you need in a quick time frame. You can always just build it up from the EIN LLC and not personally guarantee at all, right? So, hey, you have options. If you're someone that already has certain credit cards like American Express and Navy Federal and um, Capital One and Chase, then also be aware that these companies allow you to have your business as well. So if you have accounts with them, Call their member services department and let's go ahead and open your business accounts and see what's necessary. See what you qualify for, for being a member. Exhaust all your options, but you have to do it because your business plan needs funding. Grants are great. You know, quick money miracles are great. Fundraisers are great, but you have to have a plan. And it's easy to have a plan. That's why we love the United States, right? Because the United States is a business, they favor businesses. So it's easier for us to thrive as business owners in the U.S. than it is even for a normal person. I do want to say to not let the lack of funding hold you back because just as quickly as we discussed options to build it in less than a year, you have those options too, no matter your circumstance. And with the right plan and determination, you can overcome any hurdle and pave your way to success. In business, financial know-how is non-negotiable. There will be times where you will get yeses and you'll be so excited that you don't even count the cost of that yes and potentially lose that business because you didn't have the finances to sustain it. So it's time to level up and make the money moves because we are on our way to financial success. After this episode, you will no longer let these five things hold you back. I am confident. I am sure of it. Again, the link for the pre-launch planner 
is in this episode's description. If you are someone that is in the process of launching your Airbnb, your short-term office space, for pure space, whatever you're doing, this is going to be the perfect resource for you to launch sustainably and launch with a plan of action that you feel confident with. All right, I'll talk to you all in the next episode. Building business credit just got easier. Tilful is a company that helps you build your business credit quickly. The Tilful card is a secure business card that builds business credit. So those of you that are in the process of getting a business credit score so that you can qualify for corporate leasing and even getting vehicles under your business, this is the card for you. You earn 1% rate and rewards on business purchases. It does not require a personal guarantee. You must have a business bank account, monthly payments, no daily payments, no weekly payments, and it reports to Experian, Equifax, and Dun & Bradstreet is on the way. Don't forget, you can always use eCredible to report this card to Dun & Bradstreet as well, so you still get a reporting score. More importantly, there is no bank balance minimum requirement, no annual fee, 0% APR, and the best part, it does not affect your personal credit. So again, if you are a listener of mine and you're wondering how can I build a business credit score fast, one of the major ways are with trade lines. Something like this, a secure business card is a trade line. NAV Business Boost is a trade line. Ecredible reports as trade lines. These are the accounts that you need to obtain a score.